doing? This is Black Shy Guy here with another podcast episode. Hopefully your week is going great. My week is almost about done. Tomorrow is my Friday, people. I know you guys still got a couple of days to go. But listen, at least you're almost over that hill. It's Wednesday. Now, by the time you listen to this podcast, it's going to be Wednesday evening. You'll be over the hill. Your week is almost done. The finale is almost there. You heard me? But anyway, as always, thank you for sitting at my table. I got a couple of topics I want to touch up on here, all right? And there's another topic that came up that's going to interfere a little bit with the current topics that I got in place. But I have to dive in on it. I have to dive in on it because Matt Walsh was spectacular in New Mexico. Spectacular. that the, Like the spectacular Spider-Man. You heard me? He was amazing. Shutting down Q&As left and right. Left and right. I'm not even going to waste any time. I'm not even going to waste any time. Let's dive into what Matt Walsh had to debate with transgender people in New Mexico. And listen, before I start, transgenderism is really destroying common sense it is it is and i have nothing against transgender people live the you live your life the way you want to live your life it is what it is but i don't accept what you are i don't i don't if you're a man pretending to be a woman i don't believe you're a woman i believe you're a man i don't care about your pronouns i believe you're a man and I believe that you're taking every right away from the ladies of America and the ladies of other countries. By you stating that you're a woman and also your kind is also competing in sports that women are competing in. Women who strive to perfect their technique so they can become champions. Only for you as a man to jump into their sport and take away their opportunity. I have no respect. No respect whatsoever. Now, however, if you choose to be a transgender male posing as a woman, but at the same time you choose not to compete in any sports that will interfere with the achievement of real women out there, then I can kind of respect. Because you're going to live your life the way you're going to live your life. I have no say-so in that. But when you, when your life, your change, your thoughts interfere in the achievement of others is where I have a problem with. But Matt Walsh tackles a lot of Q&As in New Mexico. It's causing a big buzz in the internet. I have to jump on it, folks. I have to touch up on this. Right here in this Q&A, he encounters one of the transgender individuals asking him questions and how... She identifies how he identifies himself as a woman and how it came to pass. And the way Matt Walsh debated, the way you can see that common sense does not exist with these folks is mind boggling. Check it out. Let me continue. This is Matt Walsh answering a Q&A in New Mexico. Uh, I'm transgender. I'm born and raised here in New Mexico. I have a graduate degree in information technology, marketing, business, and finance. Uh, I own my own home. I pay taxes. I have a six-figure job. I'm a respected professional in Albuquerque. Uh, I'm a mother. Uh, My life experience is that... I'm a mother. 
I'm in mother. So already it has started out to be um, with people with common sense. It's already starting out to be a joke. Okay, it's already starting out to be a joke. And like I said, um, all with all due respect, I don't believe you're a mother. I believe you're a father. But you believe to you believe yourself to be a woman. So you call yourself a mother. I I think that is such a disrespect to real mothers out there. I do. I do. Because you have not gone through what they've gone through. You have not gone through the experiences of childbirth. You have not gone through the menopause. All of that stuff they go through. So for you to call yourself a woman is... It's kind of insulting And I don't see how a real woman can see that As not being insulting I, I I don't get it But she's introducing herself to Matt Wash And she continues I'm an awesome person I am well liked I'm responsible And I think I'm pretty cool Uh you touched on something. You said something earlier that for you, when somebody calls you a man, it doesn't phase you because, like, you just know that you're a man. Uh, that was interesting to me because I feel the same way about my identity as a woman. My question leading up to this, you've asserted that no one would ever see me as a woman, that nobody would ever see or could see a transgender person as a woman. And yet, I have dozens of friends from diverse backgrounds, women from the reservation, a woman from Japan, uh, several immigrant women. I have my coworkers, I have my boss, my VP, my CEO, all respecting me as a once again, this is all personal experience. This is her life. This is what she's going through. Because I'm assuming that the people around her have accepted him the way he views himself. Just because the people around you accept you for what you believe you you <laughs> for what you believe yourself to be doesn't make you that. Okay? It doesn't make you a woman. Just because they accept the fact. That you believe yourself to be a woman. They're just respecting your boundaries. It's a big difference. But I love the way Matt Walsh stands there. He's just waiting for the Bing Bang Theory. You know what I mean? Just waiting for the Big Bang. So he stands there. Calm, cool, and collective. I just love watching Matt Walsh in the Q&A. Just like the way I love watching Ben. I, I love watching Ben Shapiro in the Q&A. It's just amazing to watch these two. These two are highly intellectual individuals. So when you go up there in a Q&A, you better know what the hell you're talking about. And you better prepare for rebuttals. Because they will ask you questions as to why you feel the way you feel. Let's continue. The woman, uh, my family, my long-term friends who are actually here with me. I... Uh, all of these people assure me, like, I'm a woman. They'll tell me, girl, like, there is no way you are a man. They why, see me as a woman. Why? So the question, okay. how can you assert that nobody would ever see me as a woman when my material experience tells me you're wrong? Okay. It's interesting that that's the part of my talk you chose to ask a question about because that's not in my talk at all. Um, I don't believe I said that no one would ever see you as a woman. I mean, it's possible, I suppose, that you could fool someone. Now, you brought this up, so I have to tell you that I, you brought this up. You've, you've put your identity on the table for conversation. 
And so I'm going to say, you, you wouldn't fool me at all. I mean, I see a man 100%. Um, and I think that most people would. Now I mean, Matt Walsh is 100% correct. If I seen this individual on the street, 100%, this individual looks like a man, period. Like, I would look at this individual and be like, why is this dude dressed like a woman? What I mean, seriously. I mean, the, I'm not saying there are men out there that couldn't fool you. There are men out there that are just like ladies, and they can fool you. And I don't want to hear any. I don't want to hear any rebuttal when it comes to that, because there are a lot of men out there dressed as ladies and absolutely went through the whole procedure of changing their genitals, and they can fool you. They look like actual ladies. I'm not kidding you. Let's continue. But this individual, 100%, looks like a man. Do they talk like a woman? Absolutely. Yes, they do. Even their mannerism is like a woman. But do you look like a woman? Absolutely not. Now, the, the, fact, the fact that you have people in your life who are saying to you, oh, you're totally a woman, that's exactly what I'm talking about. No one in my life has ever once said to me, you're totally a man, Matt. You know, if, my, if, 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 if a friend of mine called me on the phone and said, listen, Matt, I want you to know you're really a man, <laughs> I would think that there was something wrong with him. I would say, why are you saying that at all? It doesn't make any sense. So the fact that this is a conversation to begin with tells me it only, it only proves the point that I'm trying to make, that, the, that your identity, even in your own mind, is up for is something that you need to be assured of. Now, That's so... He, he hit it right on the nose. Matt Walsh, like I said, is a genius. Because what he is stating here is that she needs, she needs validation from other people. He needs validation from other people. I don't know why I keep calling him a she, but he needs validation to prove that he is a woman from other people. Because what kind of conversation would that be if your friend, listen, if some, if one of my friends called me up and said, listen, Hey, shy guy, listen, I got something to tell you. Hey, what's up? What's good? What's good? What's on the plate? Yo, you're a man, dude, for real. Like, you're a man, man. I will be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I know I'm a man. Like, why are we even having this conversation? Because it's a weird conversation to have, to, to have someone actually talk to you about the fact that you're really the gender that you are. It's absurd and ridiculous so for the fact that this person needs validation from other people to assert to to ensure him that he is a woman only proves on how ridiculous that is and that's what matt Walsh is trying to prove he's trying to prove the fact that listen you need all this validation to prove that you are a woman because you know you're not a woman so you need the validation to further to further um, convince yourself that you're a woman. Now, what, I, what I would like to ask you, again, because you're standing here, and, and so uh, you've brought your identity and on the table for discussion. So uh, how, did you, how do you know that you're a woman? Uh, it was first when I heard transgender persons describe their experience in their own words. And this was only about two years ago. Uh, Hearing somebody describe things, it was a woman from like England describing her experience, her childhood, uh, her teenage years. And it blew my mind 
to be listening to her, because it was just some podcast that I was listening to while I was like doing laundry, but it blew my mind to hear somebody so eloquently and precisely describe things that I had experiences what that was I had experienced. What did they say? Um, okay, so <laughs> I am honestly hesitant. I know that you touched earlier about the difficulty that transgender women might have in describing their identity, but I want to state, I honestly don't feel that you would engage in this conversation in good faith. Why are you here? Why did you stand up to talk to me? If you exactly, why did you stand up? Because he knows how ridiculous it is. He knows it. He knows it. And for the fact, listen, it is so ridiculous for you out of nowhere while you're doing laundry, or you could be washing your dishes, you can be taking care of your kids, whatever the case may be, for you to listen to a podcast. Because how many times each one of us listen to podcasts and something touches us? Off of what the podcast is saying. For you to hear a certain part of the podcast and all of a sudden hear, get an epiphany and be like, oh my God, I am a woman. Despite the fact that you have genitals as a man, you you might not have the mannerism of a man. You might have the mannerism of a woman. I give them that. But the fact that physically you are a man, soul-wise, you are a man. Because I don't care what anybody says. God don't make mistakes when he makes something. He doesn't make mistakes. I don't mean to go spiritual here or, 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 or anything like that. But it's what I believe. God don't make mistakes. What you're saying is God made a mistake with me. And that is ridiculous. What makes you more right than God? <laughs> this is a man that built, made the earth but for some odd reason, you're more right than God himself. Give me a break. So now he stands here stating that it's a conversation he believes Matt Walsh would not engage in in good faith because of the opinions he had earlier. Why even stand up then if you're not willing to have a conversation with someone who may rebuttal everything you're about to say? If you're so sure of yourself, why not engage in a rebuttal? Why not engage in the back and forth? Don't you want to prove to everyone that you are a woman? Or are you deeply concerned about the fact that you may find out that you're actually not a woman? Let's continue. You don't want to have a conversation. You're, you're saying that you discovered that you're a woman. I'm asking you how you did. That's a very fair question. Okay, okay. How do you know that you're a woman? That's fine. All right. So first of all, listening to transgender people, and it was like, okay, this is a one-off, you know, one person describing these things. Um, Things like looking at yourself in the mirror and not recognizing yourself. Uh, Hearing compliments, like you are such an example, like a positive masculine role model. And just hearing that and being like, you know, it feels like they're talking about somebody else. Um, It means feeling alone, even when you're surrounded by guys, even when you have a lot of friends, and I was active in like Boy Scouts, I'm an Eagle Scout. Uh, I had great masculine role models my whole life, and yet I never felt like I belonged. I felt welcome and well, included. Why, why does that make you a woman? Uh, because As opposed I, to just a, a man who doesn't get along with some other men, or a man who's, who's, who's depressed, or a man who doesn't feel at home totally in his body, which, by the way, is a, is a pretty universal human experience. Everybody goes through it at one time or another. So, 
So in what way does that make you a woman, though? And you, you, it's interesting, you're, you're telling me that you listen to the experiences of other transgender people. Well, yeah. But what about women? So... You, you're, because you, are, trans women are women, you would say, right? I would say that, yeah. Exactly the same? Yes. Okay, well, then why well, do you need to hear the testimony of trans, quote-unquote, trans women? Like, how... how, how you pick any, any actual woman in this room. In, in what way do you know that you belong in the same category as them? Uh, I know because they tell me. So here was the... You need them to tell you what you are? Women. Yes. I trust the opinions of the women around and me. And if most it's women... Let's prepare here. Let's prepare. Look, look how Matt Wash catches him. So brilliant. So brilliant, too. So brilliant is Matt Wash. Look how Matt Wash engages this next rebuttal. Incredible. You might try it sometime. If most women voted and said they don't see you as a woman, would you say I'm not a woman anymore? If who? If most women voted and said they don't see you as a woman anymore, would you then relent and say I'm not a woman? I would say most people on the planet have no idea who I am. No! <laughs> He stated he values the opinion of women's, right? He stated that he values the opinion of a woman. Now, Matt Wall says if most of the ladies voted and stated that you're not a woman, would you believe that you're not a woman, that you will relent and say, hey, I'm a man? He goes on and says, well, they don't really know me. So which, which is it? Which is it? Do you value the opinion of a real woman or not? Or you just value your own opinion or, or you just value what you want to hear? Because so, you just contradicted yourself. You just got put against the wall and you had no way out. I'm going to trust the opinions of the people who've spent their lives with me. So you, but you are relying on other people to tell you who you are is what we're establishing. For context, I know you like to think, I know you like to say, um, I know you like to say uh, everybody's raw, rawing and supporting transgender people and yet they're still killing themselves, etc. Um, but I'm standing here in a room full of people applauding you and asking questions like, how can I like put out legislation here in New Mexico, you know, my home state I grew up in, to try to reverse transgenderism? Like, I'm not safe. And it How are you wasn't not safe? You just said you're standing in a room with people who disagree with you and you're perfectly fine. So how are you not safe? Like, I, okay, look, we're, we're going round and round. <laughs> you, you, you don't want to answer any of the questions. Maybe we'll, we'll just, we'll end with this because we're talking about womanhood. So people can probably shout out the question I'm going to ask you right now. Okay. But uh, you know that you're a woman. Yes. What is that? <laughs> uh, so gender is a social thing. It only I don't makes sense. That. What is a woman? What no. is a woman? What is a woman? The word, word woman, define in the dictionary. Go. A woman is somebody who is included and respected and seen and participates in society, recognized by other women. If you speak with women. That is not the definition of a woman. That is your definition of a woman. That's not the definitive definition of a woman. You, it's a clown world that we live in. She's, Matt Walsh asked a simple question. What is a woman? I don't believe that's too difficult to understand. So he goes on to define his definition of a woman. Not the very definition of a woman, but his opinion of what a woman is. You can't make this shit up.
Circular definition. That's mine. Whatever. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you. Good. And it goes on and on. I mean, I really recommend you watch this because it is amazing. Amazing. Nobody had comebacks for Matt Wash. Nobody can answer with a straight face. Nobody can answer with a straight answer. Everybody was coming up with their own definitions, their own um logic as to why they feel and identified themselves as being a woman. It just made no sense. Common sense did not exist in that room that Matt Wash was answering the Q&As. It, it did not exist. It is mind-boggling. I recommend that you go watch it. Matt Wash, live at New Mexico State. It was amazing to watch. I love. I just love watching, like I said, Matt Wash and Ben Shapiro um, engaging in Q&As. It's very, it's very interesting to watch. But make sure you go check it out. And I, I, I'm telling you, you won't be disappointed. Now we're going to move on to our next discussion, okay? We have valuetainment. I don't know if you don't know what valuetainment money is, but valuetainment money is, this is one of the main topics I wanted to discuss. Obviously, I ran on and on with the Matt Wash situation, which was in New Mexico, so I will put that in the title. I have to because obviously I've been, I think, 20 minutes on the Matt Wash situation, and I apologize. But let's continue on with the valuetainment who engages in a discussion about what Ben Shapiro reacted to when it came to his opinion about marriage, okay? I'm going to try to keep this short and sweet because I'm going to have a discussion with Drano on Sunday about this whole situation. Hopefully, you'll join me Sunday. Look out for Sunday's episode. It's going to hit on, on Sunday evening. Make sure you look out for that episode. It's going to be very interesting because we're going to engage in a whole bunch of scenarios. And we also might have another guest. Um, Pegasus may join us. Hopefully, she will join us. So look out for that episode. But Valuetainment engages and um, discusses about... It, it, it goes into this discussion about marriage because obviously Ben Shapiro had his own opinion about how young men how young men should view marriage and this is the beginning of what Valuetainment had to say watching a video that I did with Fresh and Fit not too long ago basically reacting to the comment of when Myron from Fresh and Fit my question him is when men should get married mm -hmm. and Ben Shapiro had some very strong feelings and some indignation and some contempt <laughs> for yours truly so let's play the video right now with Ben Shapiro basically calling out me and our friends uh, in today's day and age you shouldn't be getting married until you're at least 35 that was my married. next question for you as a, yeah. as a man what age what should you women? consider getting married so I have th this is my thing that I tell guys yeah. I think 35 years old had slept with at least 50 women, 100K per year, you're in shape, okay. and uh, you got six months to one year of savings. All right, done. I got to get married. I've done all that. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's easy. Here's the Republic right there. So that is a recipe for a terrible marriage, by the way, guys. Waiting until you're 35 and have slept with 50 women, that is a terrible recipe for marriage by every available data point. It turns out that you are much better in terms of getting married if you get married 
younger, if you do not have a wide variety of sexual partners, all the stuff about, you know, being in shape and having money and all the rest of it, like, you should try to do that, generally speaking. But this notion that you wait until you're 35, you've already made a bevy of mistakes that have shaped your character and made you much more rigid as a person, and that you should have had a basis of comparison in terms of sex of dozens and dozens and dozens of women. No, the data do not support this, and it's stupid. I say, okay. Before Valuetainment goes in, on Ben Shapiro with his own opinion because he does respect Ben Shapiro's opinion and I've seen in the comments a lot of people um giving Ben Shapiro oh which is idiotic Ben Shapiro Ben Shapiro was partially right in what he said I would say 80 percent because it depends on a man's experience listen this is this is my own opinion and do not take it as facts this is my opinion on how i view marriage i'm going to tell you my experience really quick okay this is how i view marriage is marriage safe at this point in time in society is marriage safe no it is not marriage is a very very risky business when it comes to young men i'm not gonna lie it is because relationships is not like before relationship is not valued like before relationship to me is spat upon whether by the man or the woman it's spat upon it's not honored anymore let's be serious a lot of people want to blame the ladies that all oh, the relationship never works because women's are like this men are also the problem when it comes to solidifying a relationship Okay, when it comes to the value of a relationship, both sexes is at fault. That's a fact. That's a fact. Both sexes is at fault. What makes a broken woman? A man broke that woman. And that's why the woman acts the way she acts. That's why a woman doesn't trust the next man. And yes, it's the problem of the woman. It's her problem because she's not getting over it. So, obviously, it's her problem. She should get over it. She should seek counseling, whatever the case may be. She should seek counseling. But I do believe in what Ben Shapiro said. The fact that you wait till 35 years old to get married, you know, you, you have your um, entourage of ladies. By the time you get 35, you probably slept with a whole bunch of ladies. Is that good? Or is that good? No. Is that bad? No, because... I mean, I believe that you should, You, I believe, and it could be wrong in what I believe, you should have your fun before you finally settle down and be married. And there are a lot of lucky guys out there. I, and I say there are lucky guys. There are a lot of lucky guys, and I say that with 100% realness, that there are guys out there who find their first true love right away. By the time they're 20, they find their true love, and they get married, and they stay married. They stay married. Those men are very lucky because they happen to find a woman who knows what she wants, that she's willing to settle down with that one man, that there's no promiscuity in her, that there's no curiosity in her. She's happy with that one man. Obviously, to me, the man should stay in shape. The man should stay interesting. The man should have a successful career because obviously if you don't have either, she's not going to stay interested. So obviously, it's the man's job to keep the woman interested. But those men, nonetheless, are lucky to find a woman who is who is loyal, who's loyal. Is marriage a good thing right now, the way society is? 
No, because I got to admit, people give up too much. Obviously, if the man is willing to get married, I'm going to say this. If the man is willing to get married, obviously, he's in it for the long run. And I'm going to say most men because I know there are men that get married and they cheat. I know that. But the majority of men that choose to, to marry someone, they're in it for the long haul. They're in it for the long haul because you know the penalties and the consequences of you getting a divorce. You lose half your fortune. You lose a lot of entitlement to your own children. You, you can even lose you can even lose property. So there's no gain in a man getting married and then getting a divorce. But there's a lot of gain for a woman to get married and get a divorce. You see what I'm saying? So in Ben Shapiro's case, I understand what he's saying. But in the same in the same voice, I'm gonna say it's a lot it's a big risk to get married now. It's a big risk. And a lot of men is gonna say, Well, um, if you find the right woman, well, she can be the right woman, all of a sudden she turns around and be it, 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 it can become uh an 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 evil person. You never know. People can change on you in a second, and it's unbelievable how many times that does happen. Relationship is a very risky business nowadays. It's very, very difficult to trust people. And I do believe that Ben Shapiro means well with what he said, but there's certain parts of his logic that doesn't relate to a lot of young men in this generation because of what they're dealing with. And I would love Ben Shapiro to talk about how society is today when it comes to relationship. I would love for him to tackle that and see if he comes up with the same conclusion to what he believes and in, and in, in what marriage should be and when it should be um um engaged you know what i mean let's go on with what value tainment believes in what marriage and when you should you tackle marriage so let's just kind of break down what ben shapiro called us out for yeah and um maybe what i agree with and what i disagree with from our friend ben mm -hmm. shapiro by the way uh this clip aside you're not going to find a smarter more intelligent person yeah uh book smart social smart economically smart than Ben Shapiro. Mm -hmm. What I will say is Ben Shapiro has not been out there in the dating scene. He hasn't been out there in the quote unquote real world like most guys. So there's a very limited uh, knowledge pool when it comes to depths of his knowledge when it comes to uh, being out there in these streets. Exactly. I 100% agree with what he said right there. See, Ben Shapiro was one of the lucky ones who found his wife and number two, he was highly successful. Maybe not highly successful at the time he met his wife, but obviously he had ambition and she's seen it. So he went on to be successful. And at the same time being successful, he had a loyal woman by his side. Because everybody knows, I do believe, that it makes a man stronger when he has a, woman, a loyal woman by his side. It makes a man stronger. Something about having that good woman by your side. Let's just leave it like that. So <laughs> basically, Myron from Petrofit says you should wait till you're 35 years old, slept with 50 women. You should be in shape, making 100 grand a year and six to 12 months of savings. So just keep in mind here, Ben Shapiro, quick fact check. He's probably 40 years old. Can you just get his age real quick? 
I'm assuming Ben. Ai, me focada, gente. He is. It's not that hard to look okay, up his age. He's about to be 40 years old. So Ben Shapiro has been married since he's 24 years old. Wow. He's got three kids. Mm -hmm. So basically, Ben Shapiro has been off the market, mm -hmm. okay, since basically Obama got sworn in. Exactly. It, 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 I mean, this is what I'm saying when it comes to Ben Shapiro's opinion about marriage because he doesn't know how it is right now. Back then, that logic that he came up with makes a lot of sense, and it even makes a lot of sense now. But parts of it, in all reality, it, it, it's not. It's not that easy. It's not. It's not that easy. The, the streets now are are difficult. It's difficult. And for Ben Shapiro to come up with that logic uh, in the way society is now, it, it can be can be easy. Can be easily com debatable. It's debatable. Let's continue. Okay, in 2008, the world has changed significantly with the advent of social media, dating apps, what's going on in the world, uh, social media, everything that comes with that. Ben Shapiro is sort of uh, a dinosaur when it comes to the current dating market. He was born and raised in L.A. to a very conservative, ultra-Orthodox Jewish household. Someone that was basically... Um, Born and raised in Miami, I have friends left, right, center, Jews, Catholics, Christians, Muslims, Hispanics, Latinos, Haitians. I've seen it all. Um, ben Shapiro um, was married at age 24. I know a lot of Orthodox religious Jews that were also married very young. Here's where I'm going to disagree with uh, Ben Shapiro. Yes, get to the point, for God's sakes. I say this all the time. The happiest guys I know, I know, have experienced life to the fullest, have tested the waters, been around <laughs> the block, have uh, test driven many and many a cars, if you know what I mean, and at that point have seen it all, tall, short, dark, blonde, brunette, <laughs> up, down, left, right. This is what I'm going to say about um, what he just said. Because I want to state my opinion before he continues with the conclusion about with what uh, he's about to say. Despite the fact that you test driven a lot of cars, I mean, I'm not going to hide what he's trying to say because in my podcast in Chi-Town, we keep it real. All right. We keep it real. We don't hide nothing. All right. We don't hide nothing at all. We keep it real up in Chi-Town. You heard? But I'm going to say something. Number one. Sleeping with as much ladies as possible, in the end, would that make you truly happy? If you end up alone. Think about it. Sleeping with as many ladies as possible because you're busy test driving, right? You're having your varieties. You're testing out the waters. Whatever you're doing, whatever, you, whatever you're doing, you're not settling. Is that truly going to make you happy in the end? In the very end and conclusion of your life, when you're sitting on that bench 
alone, when you had the possibilities of marrying the one woman you were messing around with, but you knew she was a good woman, but you chose to continue messing around. You're like, you know what? This is a good woman right here, but I'm still test driving. So I'm going to have I'm going to continue having my fun. I'm going to continue having my fun. But I know this woman right here. I know she will go to bat for me. I know she will be my warrior. I know for a fact that she will be my trinity to to she will be my trinity to Neil. When you're sitting on that bench alone in that cabin or that house by the lake alone because whether we want to admit it or not, right? Whether we want to admit it or not, there comes a time in a man's life where that's not going to matter anymore, right? That's not like that's not going to matter anymore. Like what what's going to matter is when you find that one true woman that's not with you for the money, that's with you because she truly loves you, right? I believe so. I believe in Every person's life, they want to settle down and be with someone. Because nobody wants to settle and hang around a bunch of snakes. Because whether the woman wants to sleep with you because you have money, does that does that even matter? Like, if you think about it, right? If, if you're a man that slept with ladies, you know what I mean? Because I... Because I'm not going to make this a personal experience. I'm not going to mention my personal experience. But come on. If you slept with if you slept with ladies, right? Does diving into a new to a new um <laughs> how, how do I word it? Because I that word I really don't want to use, but it seems like I'm gonna have to use it. If you had one pussy, it feels like you had them all, right? Like unless it the, the pussy felt really weird. And and, and and wide open, but in, 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 in most of the cases, they, 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 it feels the same, you know? The only difference is somebody might get wetter than someone else. You know what I mean? It might get wetter than someone else. Does conquering that woman, basically finally being in her, and that's all you wanted from her, does that really, really matter to you that bad? Like, I know I reached a point in my life, right? Because we've all had our young age. We all had our our days that we just all we was thinking about was the conquest. Let's be let's be honest. We just thought about the conquest, and that's all that mattered to us. Obviously, some of us got there by being hurt by a woman. So then it didn't matter to you. Relationships didn't matter to you. All you wanted was the conquest, because you're like, you know what? I'm not gonna be faithful to a woman anymore. Because if I'm giving my heart out to a woman and I get hurt. What's the point in being what's the point in being loyal? So now all you're thinking about is conquest because that's all that matters to you. Some men just like the conquest period, whether they never been hurt or not. But the point is, when does that become tiresome? When does when do you reach a point in your life that. You know what? I want to find that one woman that I can settle down with. I want to find that one woman that when I want it. It's always there and not because I just want the conquest and and, and, and the um, access to sex, but because I really, truly love this woman. When would that ever matter to a man? 
Because I understand what value Taman is saying. I understand what he's saying. But I do believe in every man's life. It comes a point in time that you want to settle and that none of that will matter anymore. I, I don't know. Maybe because I'm maybe maybe it doesn't matter to men with money with men with access. I understand that. I know a lot of people is going to say, well, when you got all the money in the world and you can get any woman. But when does that stop? When does that when does that not matter anymore? I mean. Having access to ladies, I mean, when does that become boring? I don't know. Let's continue. Something to think about. I love thinking about things like that. Like, when does that, you know what I mean? Let's continue. Right. And understand, okay, cool. I've got it out of my system. Time to start a family. Some people may agree with that. Some people may disagree with that. I that agree with that. That is my opinion. Cool. Um, here's the problem what happens when you get married in your early 20s, like Ben Shapiro, who comes from a very rich family. Number one, you usually have no money. Number one, you have no um, semblance for what happens in the real world and you're forced to grow with your wife and you have no clue how the real world works and you're kind of learning as you go and the only wedding I've ever been to in my life where there was a cash bar was my friend's wedding when he was 26 years old because he didn't have enough money to basically pay for an open bar I'm just saying when you're that young you don't have money for the finer things in life like an open bar at a wedding. That's just my opinion on that. So there's a famous saying in the Manosphere community, pursue success, don't chase women. Um, what kind of success do you think you have when you're 24 years old and you get married? Very few people can accomplish that at age 24. Obviously, I think you need to know yourself and be comfortable with yourself as a man before you bring your issues into somebody else's life. Okay. I have a, I have a question on that. Yes. One. Um, you know, I know 24, you're young, you don't have life experience, I get that. But wouldn't you also say with how media and how the world, everything has basically sped up, why can't that age become the new age where men are becoming more responsible and well-prepared out in the world? You know, like getting married at 24 and, and, and having the kids and doing all that, that also ages you. You get experience from the kids. You learn to be a father. You learn to be a husband. Like you kind of start to get that real world experience without necessarily aging. So I don't know if we want to continue to say 35 and 40 a man becomes because with technology today and the exposure of the things we have today and the speed of things today, why can't that number, you know, go down? Why can't we? And I see what she's saying, right? I, I see what she's saying. Why? Is getting married at 24 so bad? I understand that man doesn't have money. He doesn't have access to money because obviously he's starting a career. A man truly solidifies himself by the age of what, 40, 45 is when he finally starts solidifying himself. Unless you, you get lucky, you know what I mean? And you're one of the 1% of guys out there that has money already at the age of 25. But how many are those you know what i mean so the the exception doesn't make the rule let's go with the majority okay a man gets married at 24 doesn't have much money but you know what is that i mean maybe i'm very very fairy taleish all right because you remember and, and i know a lot of you is gonna be like oh shy guy what the fuck are you talking about remember when rocky had no money he found adrian 
fell in love with her. She fell in love with him. He had no money. Obviously, they struggled. Whatever the case may be. When, but when he came to money, when he came to be successful, she grew with him. Wouldn't you want to be with a woman who was with you when you had nothing? Because now you know that woman is loyal. Isn't the problem now is finding a loyal woman? That's the that's one thing about the red pill. I I don't understand. They talk about a lot of women's not being loyal. They talk about a lot of women's just being with a man for the money. But when there's an opportunity to find a loyal woman, when there's an opportunity to have a loyal woman who's willing to accept you when you have no money, they don't want you to marry her. So I it's 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 crazy. It's crazy to think in that manner. It's not always that simple. When you have an opportunity to be with a woman who's already loyal, she's already showing the qualities of being a loyal woman who's willing to suffer with you, who's willing to have nothing with you, who's willing to grow with you. Obviously, she has earned the right to be with you when you have grown, when you have come into money, when you have become successful. That woman to me is irreplaceable. Irreplaceable. So is test driving 20, 30, 40 others worth losing that one loyal woman? See, I can say that now because I'm in my 40s and I know. I know because I had a listen. I listen, I'm not gonna say I'm perfect. Okay. I'm not gonna say I'm perfect. Did I make mistakes? Did I lose possible um, ladies that could have been in my life who could have been wife and material? Yes, I was stupid. I was young. I was dumb. And I did mistakes. It was mistakes that do I regret? No, not really, because it's made me the man that I am today. Would I do it all over again, though? <laughs> it's the question. Wouldn't you like to know? Um, But the thing is, I understand where she's coming from. When you had the opportunity of marrying a loyal woman at a young age, to me, you should take that opportunity. Because to find a woman of that caliber is highly difficult. You see, the Red Pill always talk about having that woman who's willing to cook for you, having that woman who's willing to suffer with you, having that woman who's willing to comfort you after you had a hard day of work, having that woman who's willing to put your head on her breast when you're feeling stretched out and is willing to comfort you sexually, mentally. Why would you want to pass that woman up just because you're like, well, I want to test drive 10 others, though. Does that make sense? I mean, let me know if that makes sense because I would love to know your opinions. Is it worth passing up a loyal woman to test drive 30 others that most likely will end up wasting your time. Let me know. Let's continue. We have expectations for a gentleman, maybe not be 30, maybe the number, the new number be 28. You know, I, I'm just thinking with like, you mm. see someone like Ben Shapiro who is very well versed. He is young, he has kids, he has a family, he's successful. Like, it's possible. It's maybe not your every average guy. Um, but I don't want to shy away from the possibility of men stepping up and being prepared for certain tasks and uh, and life experiences because they're younger. Like uh, I don't want exactly because they th listen. The red pill always states that trials and tribulations will make you 
a hard-nosed guy. That when you go through those trials and tribulations, it will only make you stronger. So obviously, if you choose to get married with the woman you're loyal to at a young age, you're going to go through trials and tribulations because you have no money. Imagine overcoming that, coming into money, becoming successful in whatever career you choose. You know what type of man you'll become? You'll become a really good, great man. And then top of that, you may end up being a father um, during those trials. So why are they shying away from trials just because it's at an early age? You see what I'm saying? Let's continue. One gentleman who feel like if they're 27, they do want to get married and have kids. Like, oh, we have to wait till 30 because that's the age that men really age and are ready for. You know, you have technology that can get you the information that you didn't back then. So I think as much as we want to push older, yes, men get better as they age and et cetera, et cetera. I don't want to also shy away from the possibility of men doing those things at a faster rate with mm. where we're at today. All right. Well, she she brings up such a good point. She brings up such a good point. That was a great rebuttal. Th- even though she didn't mean it as a rebuttal, she did. She did rebuttal him. She did. She did. I don't know if she meant to because obviously she came into it very suave. She was like, let me just throw this in there, whatever the case may be, right? Just because a man is at a young age doesn't mean that he shouldn't get married. Because as Valutainment just stated, he said you're going to come into trials and tribulations early if you get married because you're not even going to have money to get a whole bar you're not going to have money to pay for the entire wedding you're going to even be broke after the wedding you're only going to be starting a regular job what's wrong with that bring it on baby bring on the trials baby bring it on the hardship baby because i'm going to overcome it and while i'm overcoming it i'm taking my woman with me to be successful what's wrong with that and while I'm being successful at my career, she's going to be home staying with the kid that we possibly may have. She's going to be cooking. She's going to be taking care of the house. Isn't that what you, isn't that what you're preaching? Let's continue. Well, you know, I'm going to respectfully uh, disagree with my lovely friend that's Natalia okay, right That's here. okay. And, it's, and uh, you know, we might see uh, different on this. And you know who else sees different on this? The whole fucking rest of the world. Because let's fine. go to these stats real quick. Okay. And let's show up some stats for Natalia. Yes. Okay. Go to this graph. Men are choosing, and women, mm-hmm. are choosing to get married later Correct. and later and later in life. Because... But that's not good. Well, it, it, well just be, you know... Listen, just because the graph shows that they are getting married later in life doesn't mean that it's good. Doesn't mean that it's good. I, it, it doesn't mean that it's good. They themselves, listen, they themselves. Let, let, let's continue before I say what I'm about to say, because maybe he'll fix what he's what he's stating here when it comes to this graph. Numbers, you know, Okay. facts don't lie. Facts okay, don't care okay, about your okay, feelings. Okay. Can't argue with numbers. Here are the actual numbers. Pull that graph up real quick. So when can we punch in on that a bunch? Um. Number one, in my old age, I probably got to get my eyesight checked. So let me pull this okay. up on my phone. I can read. <laughs> Estimate median age of Americans at their first wedding in the United States from 1998 so to So in, in 1998, the average age of marriage, a man was 26.7 years old. Aww. A woman was 25. Mm. By 2010, 
That number went up to women being 26 and men being 28. Now in 2023, well, they only have it up to 2022, men are now 30.6 and women are 28.6. People are waiting longer and longer and longer to get married. Why, you might you say, people are waiting longer? Because people are living longer, right. okay? People are living longer. Why rush into the biggest decision of your life? When grandma got married, my grandma got Because you may never have that opportunity again. They stated themselves it's hard to find a loyal woman. That there's so many tots and hoes out there. Isn't that what they say? So when you have that opportunity to find that loyal woman at an early age, why not take her? And she's young. She's young. Very fertile. Obviously, she's going to be at her best. Why wait until 40 years old, right? Think about it. Why wait until you're 40 years old, 30 years old to finally meet a young woman? Let's go with what they say, right? They always say you should find a young woman when you're at your 30s or whatever because they're more fertile, especially if you want to start a family. So why wait at 35 to 40 years old to find a young woman who's at her 20s or whatever? Obviously, you're going to have money or whatever the case may be. And some guys don't even reach that status. Some guys don't. They don't. Let's be honest. They don't reach that status. They don't, Not everybody's going to come to money. It's life. So why wait till 40? You're gambling. Isn't that gambling? And in gambling, some people lose, right? So let's stay by the numbers they're calculating here, right? 1% of men out there come into money, come into success, come to be in the status of an Andrew Tate, right? So how many men are actually going to be losing if they wait till 40 to get married? And there you have it. That's my opinion. Let me know what you think. I was going to tackle a third subject, but obviously I don't have time to tackle a third subject. I've been so long on these two subjects. I really apologize. But it's, it was interesting nonetheless. A lot of clips and snippets is going to be on my TikTok. Make sure you go to my TikTok. Leave your comments. Let me know what you think. I really want to hear what you think. But this is Black Shy Guy, and I thank you for sitting on my table. I'm out of here. Peace. A large criminal who must be put away. Another innocent victim. I don't know. I don't mean it.